In the weeks so far, we've been talking about the Mool Mantar, covering each word in detail. We introduced the structure of the Mool Mantar and how Jap is the title of the Bani, and then you had the opening Salok, which is Ard Such, Jugad Such, which is describing this state of permanence that's always been there. The word Such means permanence. We then went on to talk about the first body, and the first body is where Guru Nanak is being asked about the common practices that were prevalent at the time. So he's talked about this concept of this oneness, but people then ask, well, how do you achieve this oneness? What do you have to do to attain this? And they talk about the common practices. Guru Nanak Dev Ji takes some of the, the myths about the common practices and says that with these practices, you don't necessarily find what this oneness is. So he talks about Sorch being this idea of going on, on holy pilgrimages and bathing in holy places. So he says, Socha, Soch na hovei, lakhavar. So even if you do this external cleansing, that internal cleansing doesn't happen. Then it talks about chupa, chupa na hovei. So even if you go run away from home and run into some mountain somewhere and you just want to sit in silence, that silence of the body and stillness of the body doesn't have chup, that stillness of the mind. Chupa, chupa na hovei even if you continue to do this for a long time. Then it talked about Pukhya Pukhana Uttari. So there the notion is that by starving yourself or by restricting yourself from the pleasures of the world, that the desires of the mind, the Pukh of the mind, that doesn't stop. And the other interpretation of that line is that by overindulging in the world, the desires don't stop either. So if you take the idea that you're going to go and experience everything in the whole world, all the best thrills and all the best experiences and all the best tastes and sights and sounds, that doesn't resolve that book of the mind. He also talked about gaining lots of knowledge, reading lots of books, that as well, all of that knowledge alone isn't enough. That's not going to give you this experience of the oneness. So then the ultimate question then arrives, give suchiara hoye. How do I actually find this such? Give kure tutte pal. So we've been using this analogy for several weeks now about building this wall around us of our ego, of our self-identity. Guru Nanak Dev Ji is asked this question, well, how do you break that wall? How do you break that false wall? Because we know these things aren't real. They're all temporary things. How do we break them? The answer is, Hukam Rizai Chalana Nanak Likya Naal. So, go on the path of Hukam, that which is with you. And we explored a little bit of the idea of hukum, and this week's lesson is all going to be about following Nanak Likyanal. Nanak will now explain in detail how do you answer this question. Remember that we're still trying to answer this question. Give Satyara Hoya, give Kura Tuktepal.
So this second Pauli now is further explanation of this question. Further explanation, exploring the answer of this. And it's all about the concept of hukum. So the first thing that we need to cover is that within this verse, we're going to see the word hukum appear several times. But within this one verse, the word hukum is spelt in five different ways. And each of those five different ways have five different meanings. The first one is with a sihari. Sihari at the end of the mamma. And it means <coughs> within hukum. We can say hukum, for simplicity, we can say the word hukum means the command. So within the command. The second hukum has got an ankar underneath it. That means it's a masculine singular word. And that is a noun. Any words in Guru Granth Sahib Ji, if they're not masculine or they're not singular words, but they still have an ankar at the end of the day, then they're talking about a noun, a naming word. So this is simply the command. The noun of hukum is just command, the command. The third one is with Bihari. That is hukami. Hukami is the one giving the command. For simplicity, we can say the commander. Yeah? The one giving the command. So for, for simplicity, I will say the commander. The fourth one is hukumah. Notice the pronunciation here. It's not hukumah, it's hukumah. So the dulav here replaces, in English grammar, we would call it a preposition word. A preposition word is a short word that, that's attached to anything, that links one word to another. So in English we might say at in, for, on, very small words that attach onto a word. So here, hukumah is replacing de, de. So you'd say hukumdenal. So because the word de is not there, or hukumnu, yeah, because of hukum, there's a little small preposition word. Because that little word is missing, it's pronounces hukumah. So here, it means hukum de or hukum nu. And the last one is hukam without an onkar underneath it. We would call it mukta. That word is mukta. It doesn't have a vowel on the last letter. And that means of hukam. So the missing onkar at the end is 
taking the word of. It replaces the word of hukum. And that will make much more sense when we start looking at these words within the Bani itself. So I'll keep that up on the board. And then you'll see as we're going through which is word number one, which is word number three, and so on and so forth. So the opening line of this verse, Hukmi, Hukmi hoven akar. Hukmi hoven akar. So Hukmi means the commander. By the commander, Hoven occurs, Akar. Akar means creation, that which is created, existence. So by the commander, creation occurs from the commander, from that one who gives the command, all of creation exists. We've come across this concept before with the ik, which is that formless, that nirgun sarup, becoming onkar, becoming the sargun sarup, that which is formed. Yeah? So here it's starting off by this idea that first and foremost, all of creation comes from that one. We have no ability to create anything. Everything that is created is created by that one. Hukmi hovan akar. Anything that is created comes from that one. And in the same way, we can look at this line as a description of us and ourselves. This is actually saying, first, you are created. At the beginning, you are created. So this is starting to tell a story of ourselves. Hukmi hovan akar, the second part of that line, is hukam na kaheya jai. That is this spelling. By the command, you are created, but your creation cannot be understood, it cannot be described. Why all of this stuff has happened, how it's happened, there's no, there's no description for that. That's not possible to explain that. Hukam na kaheya jai means you can't do katha on this. You can't explain the why of hukum. The universe is just doing what it does. We talked about this concept when we talked about karta puruk, that the universe is constantly unfolding. It's just every moment is a new unfolding of the universe. And everything that's led to this point will have its repercussions. So anything that's happened in the past will unfold into a certain area, a certain direction. It's like a flowing of a stream. Hukami is the third one, Hovan Akar. Hukam Nakaheajai. But the command cannot be explained. It cannot be spoken of. There's no description that you can make of this. Why you're here, that can't be explained. That can't be put into words. 
but you're here. So that's hukmi hovan akar. There is existence right now. And if we think about it, in reality, how can you describe this existence? If just for a moment you just think about just this one planet, how can you describe who's going to talk about this planet and give you the full description? And then this is just one of many planets in our solar system. And then this is just one solar system amongst millions within a single galaxy. And then there are billions upon billions of galaxies. So how can you begin to describe this thing? It can't be done. So this creation is endless, but it can't be measured, it can't be calculated, it can't be expressed in any way. So although we are part of hukum, we're not able to comprehend hukum, we're not able to describe it. But we can experience hukum. Hukum is happening right now. We can experience this hukum. We can't necessarily put it into words, but we are a part of it. So we are part of this. We're not separate from this flow of this river. We're in the river. We're part of the river. We make part of this river. Yeah? The river isn't just made up of the water. It's made up of the fish and the plants and the stones and everything that's moving in that river. Yeah? We're all a part of it. But where it comes from, where the river's going, that's only the river knows. Yeah? Hukumi hovan akar hukum nakahea jai. Next line. Hukumi again. Hovan ji. Hukumi hovan ji. So by the commander. Life is put in. So first it says there is creation. And then it talks about your creation is infused with life. Life is put into that creation. Hukumi hoven ji. Hoven means occurs. Ji means life. The next part of that line is hukum, the first hukum. Mile vadiai. Within hukum, you obtain vadiai. Vadiai means greatness, something big. So first we're created. The why is, is not possible to describe. Life is infused. So all life is alive, it's brimming with life. Hukumi hovan ji. Hukum mile vadiai. So it's talking about greatness here. Hukum. So this hukum is with sihari, means hukum denal. Through the command, because of the command, hukum denal mile vadiai. Greatness is received. We get this greatness. So what's the greatness that Gurbani is talking about? It's, it's mentioned in the same line as Hukmi Hovan Ji. Life itself is the greatness. Life itself is this greatness. It's a great opportunity. 
It's something that is completely unique. Aliveness. This is our greatest gift. Hukmi hovan ji, hukam vadiai. This is the greatness. Why is this the greatness? Because in your aliveness is your only opportunity to experience oneness. This is your opportunity to experience what is it to be alive. If you think about all the things that you own in your life, all the experiences that you've had in your life, all the pleasures, all the things that you possess, the one thing that you cherish more than anything else is the fact that you're alive. That's the most important thing to us. Your aliveness is your most important asset. This is your greatest gift. You're willing to surrender anything else but not this. Not the thing that keeps you alive. So Guru Nanak Dev Ji is putting your own birth and your aliveness into context. Saying actually there's something here. In the fact that you're alive, there's something that you need to focus on. Not what you do with your life and what you occupy your time with. Whether you go and sit in quiet meditation or you read lots of books. Yeah? or you go in pilgrimage, that's not, that's not where it's at. Guruji is saying, just bring it back to yourself. This is the biggest greatness that you need to focus on. Hukum Malevadiai. Third line. Hukumi, again, by the commander, Uttam Nietzsche. Circumstances in your life are not in our control. What happens in this life is not in your control. By the commander, hukami, uttam means highs and nietzsche is low. You get high in life and you get low in life. Notice that there is an onkar under uttam and an onkar under nietzsche. So it's not plural, this is a singular word. By the commander, some of you are high, some of you are up. And by the commander, some of you are down. And if we think about life, life is pretty much a roller coaster in that way. Yeah? In every aspect, a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah? Within one day, how many emotions do you go? Sometimes you feel elated and happy. Sometimes you feel really sad. All within, you know, a couple of minutes of each other. So these highs and lows. Almost out of your control. We don't control. If we were in control of our emotions, we would choose to be happy all the time. But our, even our emotions are a bit of a roller coaster. All our possessions and our wealth, sometimes we have a lot, sometimes we don't have a lot. Circumstances in life, completely out of our control. Even our physical health. Sometimes we're in very high physical health. Sometimes we're in low physical health. Not in our control, yeah? Constant roller coaster. Social status, yeah? Sometimes we we're very well received by our peers, by our friends, by our families. Sometimes they don't want anything to do with us, yeah? So these things are constantly happening in life, and this is all part of Hukum. Guru Nanak Dev Ji gave the answer to the question Hukum Rajai Chalana. 
Now you have to understand that this hukum applies to every aspect of your life. Yeah? It applies to your creation. It applies to your life. It applies to this notion that I am great. That's not, not your doing. Even if you're the highest king in the world, it's not your doing. Yeah? It's all part of this bigger picture. Hukumi uttam niche. Then it says, Hukam lik dukh suk So this is Hukam with a sihari. Here. Within Hukam. Within Hukam. By the written Hukam. Lik. Hukam lik dukh suk Here, dukh doesn't have an onkar underneath it. Dukh doesn't have an onkar underneath it. This is plural. Dukh, which is. Lots of sadnesses and suk, lots of pleasures, lots of happinesses. Even this is not in your control. This is written, this is happening. Hukum with a sihari is the first one. Because of hukum, within hukum, yeah, it's all within hukum. So by this hukum is written all of your duk and suk. Now, this is something that we really have to focus on. What is Dukh and Sukh? What is Dukh? What is Sukh? We think we know what Dukh is. We know what Dukh feels like. We know what Sukh feels like. And we think that we understand why Dukh and Sukh happens. In its most basic form, when you receive something, you can say that Sukh. When something is taken away from you, you perceive that to be duk in its most basic form, yeah? Somebody gives you things, feel happy. Somebody takes something away from you, you sit that side. You say, I know why I'm sad, because he took that thing away from me. I know why I'm happy. Why are we happy in, in, in family life? Oh, there's a new baby. We've received something in life. Someone passes away, something's been taken away. That's duk. We don't understand why Dukh and Sukh happens. We think because we receive this new family member, that is Sukh, we've received something, because a family member gets taken away, something's been taken away. That's not the reason for Dukh and Sukh. We're externalizing. Yeah? When something gets taken away, we blame that. We say, that's the reason why I feel sad. But sadness isn't happening over there. Sadness is happening within you. So it's something that's happening within you that's making you suk, and something that's happening within you that's making you duk. We need to understand what is that. Yeah? Suk and duk doesn't happen outside. Things happen outside. Circumstances happen outside. But suk and duk happens inside. So there's a magic formula. This is another beautiful formula that we have to learn. This is the mathematical formula. Expectation minus reality equals duk or suk. I'll repeat that. Your expectation of what something should happen versus what's really happening determines your duk and suk. 
let's explore that concept a little bit more. Let's say that I arrange a meeting with you. I arrange a meeting with you and I say, I want you to meet me at this place at 12 o'clock. Yeah? What is my expectation? I set an expectation in my head. My expectation is you're going to be there and my expectation is you're going to come at 12 o'clock because that's what we've agreed. If you turn up a few minutes early, you've exceeded my expectation. Yeah? So here's reality. Reality is, well, here's my expectation, 12 o'clock. You've exceeded it. You've come a little bit early. I feel a bit happy. If you come five minutes late, my expectation is 12. You, ar you arrive at five past 12. It doesn't bother me too much. I can, I can cope with that. Let's say you arrive at 12.30. I'm going to be a little bit annoyed, right? Because why? Not because it's 12.30. What does time mean? It doesn't mean anything. Because you've gone away from what I expect. So my expectation, I'm holding on to my expectation. I'm not accepting that fact that you turned up at 12.30. Oh yeah, there must have been a good reason. Yeah, fine, no problem. I'm holding on to my expectation. No, I told you 12 o'clock. If you turn up at 2.30, I'm going to be very annoyed. Why? Because the deviation of... Rea the reality is you turned up at 2.30. That's reality. But how far away you are from my expectation is directly proportional to how much duk and suk I'm going to feel. It works the other way too. If you turn up one day early... I'm not going to be very happy either. So there's a certain point where you can be a little bit too early. Right? So, in order to keep me happy, I would say to you, stick to the plan. Because I don't want to change my plan. My plan is what's, what I live by. 12 o'clock, that's it, set. So notice a very simple example, and this is how we live our entire life. We plan our life out. We think this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And anything that deviates from our plan will have a direct impact on how we feel. Our duk and suk is directly related to how much we've planned. Let's say... I have absolutely no interest what time you turn up. I say, just meet me, come over, I'm not really doing anything, come over whenever you're free. Whatever time you turn up, I'm happy with. Why? What's the difference? If you turn up at 12, I'm happy. If you turn up at 2.30, I'm happy. Why? What's changed? The expectation is not there. I have no expectations, so you can't disappoint me. You can't deviate from my plan because I made no plan. You turned up at 12 o'clock? Okay, fine. You turned up at 2 o'clock? Fine. I had no plan, so you can't disappoint me. Very simple. Expectation minus reality. Now, Guru Nanak Dev Ji is talking about the reality. That is hukam. The reality is... This is what's happening. 
Like it or not, this is what's happening. Like it or not, you're going to turn up at 2.30. Right? Now, how much dukh do I want to feel depends on how much I want to hold on to that 12 o'clock idea. It's just an idea. It's just a thought in my head that I think you're going to turn up at 12. That's all it is. It's just an idea. And just based on one idea, can you imagine how angry we can get? I can get furious at you. Why? Not because you turned up at 2.30, because that's, that's the reality of it. Because you've deviated from my plan. I gave you a plan. I gave you something. You agreed to it. And you've taken something away from me. But reality, what have you taken away from me? You've taken nothing away from me. Yeah? You've not crashed my car. You've not burned my house down. You've not taken anything away from me. You just turned up late. But you have taken something away. You've taken my expectation and you've just said, I don't care about your expectation. So imagine how angry we can get just by having a thought in our head. Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying, is talking about the reality. At every moment in life, just accept reality as it is. Accept reality as it is and your duk and suk now start becoming irrelevant. So whether things happen in life or not doesn't matter. And the Guru, we've got countless stories in our history where the Guru is trying to make you accept hukum. Yeah? There's a story of Pai Joga Singh Ji who was so dedicated to the Guru that the Guru tested him. He was having his Lama and the Guru sent a messenger and said, on his third Lama, stop him and tell him to come see me. Guruji's... So surely that person on his wedding day, he's got an expectation. I've, I've, got, to, I've got to finish these Lama. But as a Gursik, you have no expectations. Even on your wedding day, you have no expectation that you're going to finish your Lama. You say, if the Guru calls me, I've got to go. Because the Guru's called me. That's the reality. That's Hukum. Yeah? We see countless examples of this. The Guru's asking their sons, build a wall, knock it down. Build a wall, knock it down. Yeah? And their son's getting frustrated all the time. What do you mean? You're a crazy old man. You know, you keep telling us to build a wall and knock it down. The Gursiks are saying, fine, no problem. Whatever you say. Because I have no expectation in my head. If I have an expectation that I'm building this wall and the Guru's going to give me brownie points and the Guru's going to praise me, yeah, we have expectation that people are going to say nice things to us. No expectation. Yeah? That's why we gravitate towards people who are going to say nice things to us. Nobody wants to go and hang around with people who are going to say bad things about you. Why? Because you have, you have a nice little ego to protect. You said, these people, they help my ego. These people, they hurt my ego. I don't want them. But the Gursik, doesn't matter. Completely neutral. This is the Gurmat way. And Guru Nanak Dev Ji, look how much importance Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying, this is the most important thing. Remember the question, give satyara ho ye. Remember this. This is the first question in the whole of Guru Granth Sahib. 
the whole of Guru Granth Sahib Ji, this is the first question. How do we do this? How do we get there? What do we do? It's nice sounding all this Ikonkar, Waiguru, Oneness stuff. How do we do it? Guru Nanak Dev Ji's reply to the, ver- the first question is Hukam. So this is a very important subject that we need to, we need to understand. So Hukmi Uttam Nich is not in our control whether we're high or low. Hukam Lik Duk The comings and goings in your life, that's what Guruji is talking about here. He's not here talking about your emotions. He's talking about the things that we perceive to be sukh and the things that we perceive to be dukh. That's going to keep happening. But within hukam, you can actually overcome those. You can overcome dukh and sukh. Comings and goings in life are going to keep happening. Your response to them is what is being talked about here. Yeah? Every time you have an emotional reaction to something, that is a choice that you make. Anger is a choice that you make. Sadness is a choice. And this is something that's probably the most difficult thing to accept. That your emotions are your own doing. You can choose your response. So something happens in life. And what we do is we immediately respond. Yeah? That's without thinking, without being in control. Somebody says something nice, immediate response is happiness. Something does something bad, immediate response is to be sad, to be affected by it. But there's a mechanism within you that can actually stop and say, how do I want to respond to this? How do I want to respond to this situation in life? You can then choose your response. You can choose your reaction. But that comes with a lot of sahaj. A very calm state of mind that says, no matter what happens in life, the reaction isn't always going to be so impulsive the response isn't a reaction it's a choice is Guruji asking us to be permanently it's asking you to be permanently neutral neutral, neutral in your response okay. happiness is the opposite of sadness that's no there's no there's no benefit in that Now there's happiness and then there's contentment. Two very different things. Contentment is what Barney and Guru is talking about, which is this constant, it's okay mentality. And within that contentment, there's bliss. That is very different to happiness. Happiness is joy, being excited about things. Yeah, Contentment is neutral. Contentment is calm. Contentment is sahaj. That's a different response. That should almost be your default state. Your default state has to be content. That should be the natural state that you're in. So when something happens, 
it's being met by this contentment. But why, what's our default state? Uttamnich. How are you feeling today? Oh, I'm feeling great. How are you feeling today? Oh, I'm feeling terrible. And then something else happens. Oh, fantastic. Oh, terrible. It's just you're allowing yourself to feel up and down. Yeah, Barney's talking about this. But Barney's saying this is how we're created. We talked about this last time in the last week's session. <coughs> acceptance is something a little bit different. When you accept hukum, what we do, let's look at examples that we see within our own Punjabi community. When things happen that are good in life, we, we take, you know, some joy and pride in these things. You know, yeah, fantastic, I've passed my driving test, I'm getting married, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. When something happens that's out of your control, we use words like, chalo, is a hukum si, jovi right? Whatever is in, whatever is in destiny, we use words like this. Then we say, we put this false layer of acceptance on top of it. So what we're saying is, Jolo, I can't control it, so I will just have to tolerate it. And somehow acceptance and tolerance is what we're kind of talking about sometimes. So there is a negative acceptance, which is that I can't do anything about it, so I'll just tolerate it. I'll just, I accept it. So by saying I accept, what you're really saying is I don't accept I don't want this to happen, but I can't do anything about it. So there's a negative way of accepting. It's something to be aware of. There's a positive way of accepting that says, okay, this is fine. This is as it is. Yeah, and Barney's talking about that type of acceptance. There's, so we have to be aware of acceptance, yeah? That there's a pitfall, there's a danger in acceptance. This is being neutral that says... I neither accept nor reject. It just is happening. I'm unaffected by it. By accepting it, you're still saying that it impacts me in some way. By saying I'm unaffected by it, it's going to happen anyway. Whatever you're going to do, that's what's going to happen. So acceptance is, is a tricky one. If you're saying, I'm accepting, I'm accepting, I'm accepting, in reality, you're almost bracing yourself for something bad to happen, and then you're preparing yourself, okay, I will have an acceptance as my response. Neutral is something completely different, which is whatever you're going to do, you're going to do anyway. I'm unaffected by it. It's a different response. To remain unaffected, just constant calm. Sounds easy, right? So, hukumi uttam nich, high and low. And again, within the same sort of strand, Guruji is talking about duk and suk. Yeah? Hukum lik duk suk paya. So, this is what he means. That your duk and suk is written. 
that you which you perceive to be happy and that which you perceive to be sad, those circumstances, they're just going to happen. These are constantly being written. Don't get this confused with something that says this is already pre-written. How many children you're going to have? No, this is the writing of of hukum. It's continuously going on. Yeah. This is a continuous writing. The universe right now is writing as it's going on. It's a story that's being written, not a story that's been written. Ikna hukmi. Ikna hukmi baksis. Ik hukmi. Same again, the third one. Sada pavayihe. So ikna is some, one. Yeah? It's not talking about an individual. It's about ones. We can say in English, one is going to do this. Yeah? Someone. Some people. Ikna hukmi bhaksi. Some, by the commander, are blessed. Ik hukmi sadapavaye. And some, by the commander, are forced to sada forever wander constantly wander constantly their mind is all over the place yeah their life is all over the place you see people like this they're just lost all the time they never have any direction any stability in their life this is also hukum can't control that yeah so let's 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 delve into this line a little bit more Ikna hukmi baksis. We've already seen two lines before. Hukam mile vadiai. Within hukam or by hukam, you obtain vadiai, greatness. Now it's talking about baksis. Aren't they the same thing? Are they the same thing? Yeah? Otherwise, one is a blessing and one is a greatness. What's, what, why, why mention that? Uh, is Guruji repeating himself here? So, what Guruji is saying is, we all have vadiai. Everyone gets, yeah? Vadiai. Hukmi, hovan, ji, hukam, vadiai. Everyone gets this great opportunity of life. But some people are given a blessing. That's a different thing. Well, what is this? Blessing, yeah? The blessing isn't that you get the life. The blessing is that you understand. You get the right understanding. Some people are blessed to understand this. And this is where we have to understand how fortunate we are in a planet of 7 billion people, we have access to this knowledge. So Barney and knowledge is what the Guru is trying to pass here. That is the bakshish. Yeah? And only some get the bakshish. It doesn't say by hukam everyone gets this, this blessing. Only some get this blessing. Yeah? But remember in the beginning, hukmi hovan akar, hukam nakahya jai. We can't say why. Why me? Why not me? This is... Is a fruitless question. It is. That's the hukum. It is. This is how it is. And that's 
the most simple basic thing. Guru's saying, this is reality right now. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do about it? Ikna hukmi baksis. By the commander, some get this blessing. And some, sadapavaya, are constantly wandering around. Hukameh. So now we're talking about the fourth one. Hukameh under. Hukameh is a replacement of hukam de under. Hukameh under means hukam de under. Hukameh under sabko. Yeah? There is nothing, no one that has ever existed, ever been created that is not within this system. That's not within this ocean, within this river. <coughs> and we talked about, does Guruji repeat himself? Here he does. Hukme andar sabko, bahar hukam nakoi. No one is outside of this system. Hukam is the system, right? It's just the natural system, the way everything is. That's an easy way to understand hukam, just the system, the way it is. Bahar hukam nakoi. This is the fifth spelling of hukam now. Yeah? Which is mean outside of hukam. Yeah? Bahar hukam nakoi. Outside of hukam. Now here's an interesting question. Remember the question? Give sachara hoya, give kure tutte pal, hukam azai chalana. Guru Nanak Devji says, walk on the path of hukam. He implies, or certainly the perception is, that it is implied that walking on the path of hukam is a choice. Hukam razai chalana. Walk on the path. Like you have a choice to walk on this path. Yeah, you can choose not to walk on the path of hukam. Or Guruji saying, walk on the path of hukam. Then here, Guruji is saying, hukme andar sabko bahar hukam na koi. So do you have a choice to walk on the hukam? Or do you not have a choice to walk on the hukam? Which one is it? Either he's saying to you, you have free will, off you go. If you want to be happy, hukam razai chalana. If you don't, don't. But here he's saying, nobody is outside of hukam. So which one is it? Do you get a choice or do you not get a choice? Bahar hukam na koi, nobody's outside of it. Hukam e andar sabko. The answer comes in the next one. The answer comes in the next line that chalana isn't a doing. Chalana is an understanding. It's not an action. Remember that the second verse, and this is why we have to read Barney and keep going back. Barney is like talking something here, but he's answering a question there. Look at the first verse. The first verse looked at actions. Soch, 
ਚੁੱਪੈ ਚੁੱਪ ਨਾ ਹੋਵੇ ਭੁੱਖਿਆ ਭੁੱਖ ਨਾ ਉਤਰੀ ਸਹਿ ਸਿਆਣ ਪਾ ਰੀਡਿੰਗ ਲੋਟਸ ਆਫ ਬੁੱਕਸ ਐਂਡ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਦੇ ਵਰ ਆਲ ਐਕਸ਼ਨਸ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਸੈਡ ਦ ਸੋਲੂਸ਼ਨ ਇਜ਼ਨ ਐਨ ਐਕਸ਼ਨ ਇਟਸ ਅ ਵਾਕਿੰਗ ਔਨ ਦ ਪਾਥ ਆਫ ਹੁਕਮ ਨਾਉ ਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਇਜ਼ ਐਕਸਪਲੇਨਿੰਗ ਨਾਨਕ ਹੁਕਮੈ ਜੇ ਬੁਝੈ ਬੁਝੈ ਬੁਝਣਾ ਮੀਨਸ ਟੂ ਅੰਡਰਸਟੈਂਡ ਸੋ hukam razai chalna was never an action to begin with walking on the path of hukam was never actually an action yeah it's like what are you doing today oh i'm walking on the hukam path today no that's not what he's talking about he's not actually talking about going somewhere doing something it was an understanding nanak hukme is not something nanak doesn't say if you do hukam guru nanak doesn't say even if you accept hukam Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying, do you understand Hukam? Do you get it? Do you understand the system? Nanak says, Hukam hai, if you say Hukam, here it means Hukam anu. Yeah, remember Hukam hai is replacing certain words. Not Hukam de under, like the last one. Nanak Hukam anu je bujhe. So this is the fourth spelling. Nanak hukme je bujhe if you understand it. Yeah? So what we're talking about is that hukm razai chalana was never something to be done. You don't have to do anything. The question is do you understand it? Does it change your thinking? Yeah? But that is how do you get that? Ikna hukmi baksis. Even that's not your doing. is a hukam the hukam gives you this understanding ikna hukmi baksis ek hukmi sada pawaye some people get it some people just don't that's the system yeah nanak hukme je bujhe ta homme kahe na koi so all the actions remember the question again give sachyara hoye all of those actions socha soch chupa chup pukhya puk yeah those actions guruji rejected those as a means to find the truth give sachyara hoye and a means to break this false wall of ego yeah what was the wall we've talked about it before this wall is your self identity Guru Nanak Dev Ji now confirms what the wall is by saying Nanak hukme jeb jet ta homme kahe na koi that me me i myself this is the first time the word homme has been introduced but it's not the first time the concept has been introduced we've been talking about it since day 1 Guru Nanak Dev Ji has been talking about it since day 1 but now he confirms because he's answering a direct question the ultimately it all comes back to your self identity who are you what do you think you are guru nanak dev ji says if you understand the system you'll never speak in ego you'll never speak like i can do something i am i'm doing something i'm trying to fight god i'm a good person i'm a bad person if you understand the system you'll realize you're not part of it you're you're insignificant to the system and this is a direct technique to not be affected by the system 
by believing that you believe this delusion, you playing your part and says, oh, I'm really happy today, something good's happened. Oh, I'm really sad, something bad's happened. By getting the system, you're almost taking yourself out of the system. You're in the system, your body's in the system. Your circumstances, your life, you're in the system. But you no longer are affected by the system. You no longer are a participant in this game. The game's just happening. You no longer see yourself as a player in this game. There's only one player, the ultimate player. You don't see yourself as a participant, you versus me, me versus you, all these things. You just see it for what it is. Yeah? What did Guru Gobind Singh Ji call his autobiography? He called it the Bachitar Natak, the beautiful game, the beautiful play. Yeah? Natak is like a, a theater production. He called his autobiography a beautiful play. It's just happening. I'm not even a player in this game, it's just happening. Yeah? A Natak. And Natak means like something that's fake. You know it's a play. It's not a real thing. Yeah? So certain words have connotations. When we use the word Natak in, in our language, then we know it means it's a, it's a false, it's a fake thing. Yeah? It's an act. Yeah? He says this is a beautiful act. This is a beautiful game, a theater production. It's not real. As he's talking about his autobiography, we don't see our lives like that. We see this is real. Yeah, This is really happening. If you understand the system, it's not happening to you. It's happening, but it's not happening to you. Nanak says, Hukumair. If the hukum is understood, yeah. if you can understand what has been said, that everything is in its command, if you can understand that, then you won't be seeing yourself as an important player in this game. Nobody would, nobody would dare to speak like they have something to say, like they have something to participate in this life. Yeah, If you understood the system, so the hukam means the system. There's a first time Home is being referred to here. It always comes back to Home. Yeah? The question wasn't about Home. The question was how do how does truth occur? Give Sachara ho yeah. It says your home is the problem. What is the home? What's caused the home? This 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 wall of filth of self-identity. He starts unraveling all the things that we've said so far, everything that we've learned so far. Is now being answered here. So this is now the answer to the question. Guruji has answered this question. How do we obtain this truth? How does the pal, how does this wall of falsehood drop? Guru Nanak Dev specifically now names the wall. He says the wall is you. You are the obstacle. You, ha, me is made up of me, me. Ha means me. Me means me. Me, me. I, I. Me, myself. I. Ha, me. He's saying you're the problem. Your delusion of yourself is the problem. 
If you understood this, you'd never talk about this. Nanak ukme jay buja, tahome kehena koi. You wouldn't talk about yourself. You talk about everything being part of the system. That's a very different way than acceptance. Do you see acceptance is, oh, I can't do anything about it, but it's still happening to me. Hukam is, Jojo tera hukam. As you do, that's what's going to happen. Yeah? And most importantly, this is the religion of Guru Nanak. This is the foundation of Taram. This is what Guru Nanak Dev Ji is spreading. Remember, he's been asked the most important first question. How, what's your path then? We'll tell you our path. Our path is going on Tirat, sitting in meditation, yeah, reading all the books, abstaining from the world. This is all the path that we know. Tell us, Guru Nanak, what is your path? This is Guru Nanak's religion. Hukam is Guru Nanak's Taram. This is what Sikhi, what Taram, what Guru Nanak is all about, understanding the system and learning the system and knowing that this is a game. That's Sikhi. Yeah? That's what Guru Nanak Dev Ji answers as this is the right way to live. That you live as part of this bigger creation. You don't live within the bubble of your own wall, of your own ego. You don't live just as a me. You live as part of this bigger creation. You can't see yourself as an individual. Yeah, You don't refer to yourself and your individuality and your circumstances all the time. It's the bigger picture that you have to see. And in the bigger picture, what's your life? It's tiny. Think how long humans have lived. Just humans. Forget creation, forget the earth, forget the universe. Just think how long humans have lived and how long humans will continue to live. Your life is like insignificant fraction. And how much significance do you place on your life? Why? Because Homer, because this is my life. Leave me alone. This is, let me do what I want to do with my life. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah? I don't need religion. Yeah? I can look after myself. All these kind of things. Yeah? But Guru Nanak is saying, fine. That's not a problem. I'm not forcing anything down your throat. But not even saying, but you have to accept the consequences of living in that way. That you will have uttam, you will have need, you will have duk, you will have suk. Yeah? If you want to step out of that, there's a way. There's a way to live, which is Guru Nanak's system, or there's an everyday way to live. Fine. He's not judging, he's just saying this is the system. So you live as part of this bigger command. This, the command of the universe is enough, is sufficient for your life. Yeah? Like you're giving the worries to the universe. Why, why are you going to take worries about life? It's not like you can do anything about it. It's not your life. You have no control over any of this stuff. You didn't choose, you don't even choose whether you're a man or a woman. You didn't choose that. 
You didn't choose the color of your skin. You didn't choose the family that you were born in. You didn't even choose your name. If I ask you who you are, you're going to tell me your name. I said, no, that's not you. That's, that's somebody else has given that to you. Who are you? And you say, oh, I'm, I'm this guy. I'm a man. No, you're not. You didn't choose that. Who are you? Oh, I'm a teacher. No, you're not. Yesterday you were a student. Tomorrow you might be a doctor. Who are you? What, what are you? What am I looking at? Yeah? So then you have to start going back and deconstructing. This is deconstructing of the self. Yeah? We spent enough time building our fortress, building this nice fancy walls and extension and all this. Oh, now I can do this and now I'm at that and all that. Enough. Guru Nanak Dev Ji, like I said before, is a sledgehammer. He is coming to knock this all down. Give kure to tepal. Guruji said, I'll show you how to break this down. But you have to be willing. You have to be willing to knock all this down. Yeah? And if you understand this, you don't have to do anything. Look at the great system. You don't have to do anything. You just have to get it. If you understand it, the whole thing falls down. So you have to be willing to let yourself go. But what is, what is our problem right now is that we have the ultimate desire. We're holding on to desires. What's the ultimate desire? Stay alive. That's the ultimate desire, right, that we have. Take anything else, else away. This is, we talked about, this is why we see it. We know ourselves this is the greatest gift. We know this is, this is a big deal. Yeah? Why do we want to stay alive? Why do we have desire to stay alive? Because we haven't killed our desires. Our desires never end. This is all linking. Our desires never end. And because our, our daily desires never end, that keeps our ultimate desire alive. If we had no daily desires, if there was no reason for you to get up and say, you know what, I've got to achieve this today. You don't achieve it if you know the system. The system says, I might die today. Okay. I'll give you a practical tip. And I want you to try doing this, at least for the next week. Every day, wake up in the morning and say, today could be the day that I die. If you said that every single day, one day it's going to come true. It is going to come true. Yeah? Don't mean to warn you. <laughs> Don't mean to alarm you. One day it's going to come true. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. <coughs> Try that for one week. Just wake up and say, today, I could actually die. Then see how your day goes. Pahla maran kabool jeevan ki chad aas. Guru Arjan Dev Ji says, first, accept death. Kabool isn't just accept, it's embrace. Embrace it. This is happening. And 
जीवन की छड़ आस गेट रेड ऑफ दिस डिजायर टू लिव देन यू आर रेडी हो सपना की रेण का तो आओ हमारे पास देन यू आर रेडी टू कम टू मी दिस इज अ बिग डील पहला मरण कबूल फर्स्ट आर यू रेडी टू डाई दिस इज गुरु अर्जुन देव जी नो गुरु गोबिंद सिंह जी but we see that oh guru gobind singh ji calls oh there's nothing that's something different guru nanak dev ji something different it's not they're all exactly the same thing they're all saying the same thing guru gobind singh ji is acting out giving us real life living examples of what all the gurus have said up till that point joto prem khelan ka chao he talks about this being a game yeah this game of love whoever wants to play this game of love what do you have to do सिर दर तली गली मेरे आओ चप योर हेड ऑफ पुट इट ऑन योर हैंड एंड गिव इट टू मी इत मार्ग पैर तरीजे वोक ऑन दिस पाथ सिर दीजे कान न कीजे गिविंग योर हेड डोंट हेजिटेट इवन वंस गुरु नानक देव जी सेड दैट गुरु अर्जुन देव जी सेइंग पहला मरण कबूल जीवन की छड़ आस let go of your desire to live but we can't do that why can't we do that because our daily desires we haven't given up you want to learn something from the guru the guru is asking for quite a lot that's why we bow our heads we don't just bow our heads saying you're better than me we're saying here i can only learn if i give my head to you not just if i give my thinking to you if i'm willing to die then i'm ready to learn from you kabir mera mujh mein kuch nahi jo kuch hai so tera tera tujhko saapte kya lage mera kabir says nothing is mine everything is yours if i give yours back to you what have i lost this is the system is yeah मेरा मुझ में कुछ नहीं नथिंग इज माइंड वेरी डिफरेंट वे ऑफ थिंकिंग एंड वेरी डिफरेंट वी डोंट इवन लर्न दिस ट्रेनिंग आर माइंड लाइक दिस सो दिस इज अस्टम एवरी मॉर्निंग वेक अप टेल योर सेल्फ टुडे इज गन हैपन नॉट लाइक ए माइट हैपन लाइक से नो इफ इट्स गन हैपन इज गन हैपन टुडे ओके फाइन deal with it learn to deal with it so what is this understanding the understanding is that nothing is yours to begin with everything is part of a bigger system no problem is yours no worries are yours no concerns are yours no troubles no hardships are yours and in the same way no glory is yours no victory is yours no success no loss no failure it just is it's just happening this is all that dance yeah imagine this whole thing is like this one being just dancing yeah this is the dance of the oneness yeah otherwise we get lost in this i'm a success i'm a failure but that's a very dualistic way of thinking in reality if you're successful is because maybe somebody else has failed it's like a balance yeah your failure is somebody else's success yeah if you if if you buy a lottery ticket and you win the lottery it means that the 9000 other people who paid for your lottery ticket they didn't win 
Yeah, so your success is other people's failure. It's not necessarily, a, a, you're not in, in isolation. So no one is high, no one is low, because they're all part of the same being, they're all part of the same creator. Nothing is good and nothing is bad. There's no sukh, there's no dukh. Yeah? Otherwise, if we keep hold of these things, what we're doing is we're keeping hold of ourselves. This is a method of self-preservation. I am good, I am bad. Yeah, these are the good things to do, these are bad things to do in life. No, everything is just the system. So we just have to ask ourselves this final question and I'll wrap up. Why aren't we living like this? That's a question we have to ask ourselves. Why can't we drop our ego? Yeah, what are we attached to? Attachment is the very is the key word here. What are our attachments? And we need to start learning how do we detach from these things. And the main thing that we're attached to is our sukh and dukkh. We're attached to these things. We're attached to our dukkh. I'll make that point very clear, yeah? We're attached to our sadnesses because they form who we are. We say, my life is made of all the happiness and, and the good things and the bad things that's happened in our life. Yeah? So you say, don't take away my memory of my granddad or something like that because that's part of who I am. No, there is no I am. There's just the system. There's no my granddad, my children, nothing. There's no me, there's no my. Nanak hukme je bujhe ta hume kahe na koi.